your job is going to require energy. Uh, your family, your kids require a certain amount of energy from you. Uh, you know, you, you have to give a certain amount of energy to yourself. You got to take care of your, yourself. And then whatever's left over, like that's that's what you have to work on this engraving business, especially if it's a side hustle and you're not full time. That energy, that's what you've got. Are you going to use it complaining? Are you going to use that that energy and time over consuming and making excuses uh, or, or overthinking every little detail about your business? Or worst of all, uh, spend that time and giving it to your competitors, comparing yourself. Don't give your energy to them, man. Like that's all you've got for today. Take that energy and go sit down at the laser. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Laser Source Podcast, the number one podcast if you're looking to grow or scale your laser business. And uh, you've got some tough love coming at you today. So if you're sensitive, if you can't handle a little tough love, uh, maybe skip this episode. Uh, go listen to another one where we're a little, a little more chipper because uh, today Gio and I are coming down on you. And let me just preface this. Uh, you know, to Geo and to everybody else, I'm guilty of every single one of the things on this list. Uh, we, we're not coming uh, at you from from a pedestal. You know, we're not better. Uh, we we do all of the things on this list all the time, uh, and we're we're all trying to get better together. But this is five reasons that your laser engraving business isn't growing, all right? You're having a hard time getting started. You're having a hard time getting those early customers. Uh, I'm coming at you with five reasons, five things that you can do to change your personal habits and your mindset so that you can start seeing some success with your laser engraving business. Uh, and we're gonna get right into it here. Uh, the first one, I'm gonna just throw it up on the screen. It's uh, complaining, okay? Stop complaining. Uh, complaining doesn't help you. It's not an effective use of your energy. And I'm not talking about like a quick vent to your friends or, uh, you know, you, talking to your wife about how something doesn't work. We all uh, run into those situations. You know, I, I'm sure Gio, you you probably vent every once in a while to the to the people around you about things not going the way you want it to go or, uh, you know, not having the time, right? Oh, definitely. Yeah, I'm I'm guilty. Well, I'm guilty of all of these, but um, yeah. Yeah, the, the complaining, I, I catch myself and I'm trying to get better at it. It's something that's a, I think that's a, a general growth thing, not just for your business, but uh, for your own personal life as well. Yeah, um, yeah, so. 100%. I mean, it's especially like, I mean, I'm over here, I've got a YouTube channel. I've got thousands of people watching the YouTube channel. And uh, I, you know, I'm one of the times I'm, I'm complaining a lot is during like live streams. I complain all the time during live streams and it's not, it's not an effective use of your energy. You need to stop complaining and start engraving. You're only going to get better with practice. You're only going to find solutions to your problems by working them out. Uh, and, and this isn't, again, I'm not saying don't ask for help. Don't tell other people that you're having problems. But when you get caught in this cycle of complaining and just like kind of grumbling about your issues and the world's out to get me and things just aren't working, uh, you know, you're, you're just, you, you've only got so much energy in a day and you're giving it to that, that negative energy instead of working on solutions and working with other people and trying to find solutions. You want to focus on the solutions and not the problems because the problems 
you know, I mean, they could be like small issues. And the more you complain about them, the more you, you make them bigger in your mind. And the bigger a problem is in your mind, the harder it's going to be for you to solve because you're not spending that energy looking for a solution. So try to do less complaining. I challenge you, try try to get through one day without complaining about anything. That might be really hard. We work with really frustrating equipment. We do. It's, it's true. But try to just refocus some of that energy a little less on complaining and a little more on finding solutions to your problems. The more time you spend working with your machine, the better off you're going to be. Uh, next up, we have over consuming. You're over consuming. You're doing it right now. You're listening to the Laser Source podcast and you're not engraving on your machine. Uh, you might be on YouTube. You may be scrolling through Instagram. You know what I mean? Comparing yourself. And we'll get into, uh, you know, comparison. That's that's probably the, the worst one on this list. But uh, there's only so much you can like you can like cram into your head in a short period of time. Right. I'm. I found this a lot with a lot of things, uh, different things that I'm trying to do or trying to learn. When you're learning something, it's very, very easy to overconsume. I mean, it's true. You, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta, you can sit, man. Especially on YouTube with laser engraving these days, it's getting really, really popular, and you can fall into just like the rabbit hole. You click one video, and this guy is like engraving like a crazy axe, and you're like, oh, I gotta master this, and then you click another video and a guy's doing firearms and you click another video and this guy is doing like personalized gifts or like has his website all set up and uh, you'll just keep clicking your list of things that you want to learn and master is going to get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And even if you're not doing comparison, which again, we'll, we'll get to in a few minutes, these kind of go hand in hand. Even if you're not necessarily doing that, you're still giving yourself too much to do. You're putting too much on your plate by over consuming. Uh, and you know, it's, it's, it's definitely super easy to do because all we want to do is like, we want to learn how to do everything at once. And you, you can't do that. You have to pick something, get it right, and then move on to the next thing. Uh, Overconsuming is going to just lead to you being stressed out and having way too much to do. I, I know that we all do that here on the channel. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty bad at it if I'm doing... Uh, uh, whether it be a software thing and I'm trying to figure out a simple, you know, coding project or uh, with the laser trying to figure out settings. Like I want that perfect setting and sit there and trying to find, I think before I found your channel, Alex, I was watched probably two dozen videos of different laser setups and trying to see if I could, you know, figure out how to do it. And realistically, I just need to start playing with it until I finally got it to do what I wanted it to do. Yeah. Yeah. And like, so we're, we're challenging you to, to try to stop complaining for a whole day. Here's another challenge. Uh, stop consuming content today. Don't go watch any other laser everything videos. Uh, don't, don't even listen to another episode of the podcast. Maybe finish this one so that we can finish covering the five reasons that your business isn't growing uh, the way you want it to. But after this, stop consuming content today. Go put in some time at the laser. Well, or change when you consume that content. Mm. I personally like the podcast when I'm driving because I it's kind of hard not to focus on driving when I'm driving because otherwise it's uh, pretty dangerous. Mm -hmm. um, but to be able to listen to the podcast and hear uh, like the the podcast with uh, Alex Campbell from Etrified, like his startup story is just fascinating. Yeah. Um, really great info. Um, so you consume on that 
it like that. But as far as like your settings and yeah, don't don't do those when you're in the shop. You do those when you're not in front of the laser. Uh, when you have free time to play with the laser, play with the laser. Don't consume. Yeah, absolutely. That's a really good point. I you know I I find myself all the time working on things again i'm kind of bringing up the youtube channel here but like i'll I'll be like editing titles and descriptions for like my youtube videos while i'm at the shop like that's laser time i have the lasers here i can do like the youtube stuff on my computer when i get home i don't have access to the laser anymore so if you if you only have access to your machines for during certain hours of the day uh definitely spend those hours you have access to the machines working with the machines and not consuming content because there's uh, better times during the day when you may not have access to those machines uh, where you can where you can consume that content and continue to learn. So that's that's a really great point. The other one that I wanted to bring up is the Discord. It's so easy to overconsume on the Discord. And uh, yeah. I almost like borderline want to say like over participate in the Discord. I know you and I spend so much Guilty. time answer. <laughs> yeah, we answer so many questions on the Discord. We should be working on our machines and i'm not saying you shouldn't be helpful on the discord again there's there's a a fine line here with all of these things there's there's a a really big gray area it's amazing to be helpful and everybody on the discord server really appreciates your help when you take some time out of your day uh to, to help out with that but if all you're doing is posting photos of your old work and all you're doing is helping people answer their questions, uh, that's time you're not working with your machines. You wanna know the one secret to getting really, really good at laser engraving? It's laser engraving, right? You have to use the machine, you have to create with your machines. And if you're not creating with your machines, you're not gonna get better. So, uh, you know, spend less time consuming uh, and to a point participating, I'm gonna say that, uh, and and more time engraving because that's the only way that you are going to get better. Um, this next one, really really dangerous one here. Uh, it, it this is a lifelong habit, not just in in reference to business, but in reference to a lot of things, and that is excuses. Stop making excuses. Uh, you know, I I don't have the right lens, or I I didn't have the material I wanted to work on this week. Um, you know just just engrave any like you just have to practice take some time do maybe an easy cad tutorial and and spend more time working on easy cad if you don't have the material you wanted to work on this week there's always something right one of the beautiful things about our lasers is that they can engrave like everything so you yeah. can find something to practice on and and learn a new skill even if you're not set up with the right lens for the thing you planned on doing do you, do you ever run into this geo uh, all the time because I've got a 175 lens on a 30 watt machine. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, uh, right. So I, I've been fighting that. I, that was a, a lot of my trouble. And uh, here I am making excuses. Um, it, you know, for me, it was very discouraging because I didn't have, say, the right lens. But ultimately, I'm able to do a lot of the stuff um, that's on there or that's you know, on your channels and in your settings on the Patreon. I just have to do them a little bit differently or, or be able to adjust things a lot differently. And I can't etch as deep as fast. So I've got to put more time into or make sure that I've got the time to do it. Right. You can get around anything. It just it's don't make it an excuse. Try and figure out a way around it. And I guess that's the the, the point behind that. 
Yeah, and another part where this the excuse thing really comes into play too is like an actual business. You know what I mean? Uh, you you like maybe you're you're saying uh, I I don't know enough about my machines yet to take customers, or I couldn't I couldn't get paid to do work right now because I don't have the experience or I am not ready. Like you just start taking customers, make yourself available to people and start doing work because again, and we're going to say this a lot more today before the end of the episode, the number one secret to having a successful laser business is engraving. You have to engrave. And one of the best ways to do that is by accepting work because people are going to put you into new, uncomfortable situations, working with materials that you haven't necessarily worked with before or doing things in a certain way that you haven't done. You're never going to learn everything. You're never going to be 100% prepared to start doing engraving. Now, if you unboxed the thing yesterday, maybe don't start buying $1,000 in Facebook ads. But that there's again, there's a fine line, right? If you've had the machine for a few weeks and you're capable of doing certain things, make people aware that you're capable of doing those certain things and start getting work. There's so much demand out there. There are so many customers looking for this kind of stuff. It's really, really popular right now. And it's very easy to get jobs doing this if you just make yourself available and let people know that you're capable of doing that kind of work. Whether you feel ready or not, don't let your level of experience be an excuse in actually starting your business at all. Start accepting work and start going. Have you accepted any work, Gio? Uh, I have, and yeah. I was very upfront. Uh, hey, I've, I've not worked with this particular material before. I can do the mark that you're suggest or that you're wanting, but I need some sample material. Uh, fortunately, mm -hmm. the companies I was working with, that uh, or customers I was working with, were companies and they had excess material they understood so they gave me some some extra material to to dial in my settings uh, you just got to be upfront with the customer and let them know i you know I've, I've not worked with this particular material i need a little bit for setup i mean obviously you're not going to do some heirloom watch um that would be bad but uh right you know, if you've got someone that wants you to so i've done uh wood signs for uh, uh wood displays and say, hey, do you have any scraps from the, the cutoff? Oh yeah, I got a bunch. Yeah. What size do you need? Oh, just something small, something so I can test on the wood and make sure I get the right uh, mark that you want or the right color, you know, yeah. or, um, you know, uh, that's, that's really the key is just be upfront with them. And if it's a job that, that isn't like a one-off, uh, don't take one-offs if you're just learning, but um, if you got something that where it's multiples, just let them know, hey, I might need a sample or, you know, if it is like a tumbler, go order some off Amazon and, and practice on those if you're that worried about it. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things I mean, like I've been doing this for years in a professional capacity, years, and I still once a week, I'm put in a situation where it's like it would have been nice to practice with this material or this specific thing before I haven't I haven't worked with this before. Uh at least once a week, seriously, after years of doing this in a professional capacity, still put in that situation, especially on things like like organics, like wood and leather, every wood and leather is different. Uh, and one of the things that I do to get around with that is if they don't have like a obviously like a, a sample piece of material or like a scrap or something is best. But uh, a lot of times like people bring in like weird uh, kind of like hydro dip bottles or things. that I'm not sure how they're going to come out. Uh, there's always a backside. There's always an underside. I call it the cereal box 
uh, marker. And basically, it's like when you look at the cereal box and they have the color codes for all the colored ink that they use. If Do you know what I'm talking about on the cereal yep. boxes? I basically, I explain it that way to the customer. I'm like, you know, if there's a small spot, like on tumblers, you can do the bottom inside that ring. And you just put a couple small circles, really really small little test marks and you can get some 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 testing done wall signs things that you're cutting out things that are going to hang on the wall have a backside you can always do something on the backside of course ask the customer if they're okay with it first but the point is i'm going to circle i'm going to i'm going to bring it back around here uh don't make excuses on why you can't start today you absolutely can start today and you absolutely should be starting today uh you know of course you're tired. Everybody's tired, right? Like, I, oh, I'm tired. I'll do it later. Of course, you're busy. Everybody's busy. We're all busy. We, we all have the same 24 hours. And if you are serious about launching your laser engraving business and, and staking your claim, you know what I mean? Putting your flag up and saying, I'm here uh, and, and this is what you want to do. You have to stop making excuses and start engraving. Uh, it's the only way you're going to get better. So uh, that's that. The next one, this is this is the, the second worst one on this list for me personally, and that is overthinking, okay? You're, you're overthinking everything, and this ties right into the last thing. It's, it's very easy to overthink and then take those thoughts and turn them into excuses, right? Uh, I don't have a good name for my business. What, what, what should I name my business? What social media accounts do I use? It doesn't matter doesn't matter what your business name is. You can always change it later. It doesn't matter if you're on Instagram or Facebook or, you know, Facebook marketplace, or you start a YouTube channel to show off your engraving. Just do something, right? Do anything. Uh, stop thinking about it. Start doing it. What kind of things do you get caught up on when, when you're overthinking, Gio? Uh, well, right now I'm, I'm getting caught up on uh, my first uh, YouTube video and trying to think, oh, how do I want to approach this? How do I want to just discuss it how do we want to to describe it to to make it easy to consume and ultimately i just started recording and i came up with so many better ideas while i was recording it that i ended up recording it again but even still i mean i started it and i wouldn't have thought of how to approach it any other way uh had right. i not just started it so just right just do it yeah stop just thinking do it. I just mean, do it just do it. I, you know, this, I like, uh, I, I want to, I want to do tumblers, you know? And it's like, well, I can't start doing tumblers until I have the perfect settings and I'm going to spend 50 or 60 hours, like getting just the absolute perfect settings before I ever do a tumbler in, in any sort of professional capacity. That's overthinking, right? Uh, I'm not going to launch my business until I have the perfect logo to put on all my social media pages. That's overthinking. Uh, it's it's so easy to drown in the details. It's so easy to wonder when you should start or how you should start. Uh, just, you know, if this is important to you and it's something you want to do, stop thinking, turn your brain off and just do it. Just, just make that first post on Facebook Marketplace. Just throw up that Google My Business, Google Maps listing and go do it. Uh, you'll you'll figure out the details along the way, and like Gio's saying, it's it's so much easier in practice when you're doing the thing to to even know what you want. It's impossible to know everything you're going to want when you're running a laser engraving business before you even start running the laser engraving business. How are you supposed to know in the future? You know, and how do you get feedback from your customer or uh, 
your uh, followers or friends, family, they can't give you any feedback if you're sitting there thinking about it and not, you know, just putting it out there. You put it out there, uh, obviously, you know, maybe some filters, but, um, yeah. you know, throw it out there and see what sticks. You know, I've had, I've been really surprised at some things, uh, other companies I've worked for, the social media guy did some really, I thought were really dumb posts and they ended up being some of the best content, uh, uh, as far as interactions with customers, it, it really mm -hmm. blew my mind, but wow. you know, it's me personally and several other people in the company is like, why would you do that? Did you even think about what you were doing? No, I just thought it'd be cool. And turns out it, it worked really well. So yeah. It was it, a great success. Yeah, sure. Sure. That's totally true. And you know, it's like, if you're going to be, if you're going to be jumping into a laser engraving business, I, I got to throw this kind of like caveat in there. Uh, of course, there's some planning involved, right? Don't run right. out with your American Express and swipe it for an $80,000 epilogue if you don't have a plan in place. But there is a, there is a again, a, a, a gray area between planning and overthinking and, and having a basic plan and knowing what your goals are in advance and how you're going to achieve those goals are different. Is, that's a different thing. That's a separate thing from overthinking every detail you know uh, there there are some things that deserve that kind of attention especially on like the financial side of things and there are some things that don't i'm not saying to allow yourself to use finances as an excuse uh that that brings us back to excuses there are ways around that everybody can scrounge together a couple hundred bucks almost everybody i assume if you're listening to this uh you, you probably have uh, the ability to scrounge together a couple hundred bucks for an orteur or a k40 you can start if you really want to start um but, but a little planning is justified, but don't overthink and get caught up in the details. Uh, and one of the most dangerous details that you can get caught up overthinking about is uh, the, the comparison, right? Don't compare yourself to what other people are doing. I am more guilty about this than anything else on this list. Uh, I do it pretty much constantly, 24 seven. It's a very, very difficult habit to break. Uh, I do it in my business. I do it for the YouTube channel. I do it for life. I compare myself to other people all the time. You hop on YouTube, you're like, man, these engravers are masters. They've been doing this for so long. Uh, they, they've they have so much talent and so much skill. They have so much practice uh, and I can't compete with them. I'm never going to compete with them. Well, guess what? New laser engraving businesses are starting literally every day. Uh, and there's plenty of work to go around for everyone. And you can't compare your start to the top of somebody else's game. You know, this, these guys that you're looking at, they've mastered social media. They're getting a lot of followers. They've got a lot of content. Uh, you know, they, they have a ton of customers or like really great contracts. They've been doing this for a while. You are just getting started. You're, you're just buying your laser. You're just learning how to how to use your machine. Of course, you're not going to have the the skills and and show off that kind of engraving with the same ease that they appear to be doing it that's the other thing. these guys that that are that are having these advanced skills have sunk hours and hours of time into engraving they aren't comparing themselves to other people and you shouldn't be either because that's time you could be spending on the laser and that's what you have to do if you want to reach the level of these people that you're comparing yourself to and just because you're, if you're looking at them as like your, 
inspiration or you want to get to their level, but you don't think you're there yet. And that's not everybody likes that. You may like that person's content or what, how they use their engraver, or their, their artwork that they do, but not everyone does. And not everyone needs that type of work done. Maybe you're going to do something differently that looks different, but someone's going to love it. And yeah. that's what you got to be. Don't compare yourself to someone else because you should be doing something that's your own unique thing, uh, whether it's deliberately or unintentional. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, I I do jobs even today all the time where uh, I I finish an engraving. And I'm like, man, this looks like shit. You know, I'm like, the, the customer is going to hate this. Uh, they're going to want their money back. I'm going to have to replace their item. Uh, I, I can't stand looking at it. I'm stressing, I'm sweating. And the customer comes and picks it up and it's the best goddamn thing they've ever seen in their entire life. They're so excited to have it. They, they feel like it's special uh, and unique and it's theirs and it's customized. And they think that's so great and it's so cool. Your expectations are going to be vastly different than that of the people you're doing work for. Uh, because you do this every day and you know what to look for. You know, you know exactly how you want things. People just want their stuff engraved, man. They just want some like words on their thing or like a picture or whatever of their, their dead dog. I, the, when they get that thing, they're going to be so happy to get it. And it doesn't have to look anything like, you know, Mr. I've had a laser for 10 years and I'm a master at engraving axes and do it perfectly every time with my 80,000 subscribers on Instagram. They don't care about that guy. They don't care. They, they, they want their little project done and they want it done the way you're going to do it because they brought it to you. Um, so it's, you know, it's, it's really, and it's just so easy to, to, to get into this comparison cycle. Uh, again, like, you know, you're on YouTube, you're looking at other people that have laser engraving businesses and you start getting stressed out. So you go to Instagram and then you're swiping through Instagram. You can do that for hours. I mean, you can literally just sit there for hours, just swiping through posts, Again, kind of comes back to the uh, the over-consuming. Uh, you're, you're making this massive list of things that you feel like you need to urgently perfect. You know, like it's a race. Uh, you're running out of time. If I don't perfect this right now, this guy's going to come and he's going to take all the jobs and he's going to be the only person that ever does it. And that's, it's just not the way the world works. That's, right. not the way biz that's not the way businesses run, man. Like, like there's how many different fast food restaurants sell cheeseburgers, you know, like it's, it's okay. It's, it's going to be fine. It's not a rush. It's not a race. Uh, that guy's going to keep doing his thing, whether you, whether you start hustling or not. Uh, and, and most people don't know that guy. That's the other thing. If you, if you find a, a social media account and the guy is laser engraving and he's got 80,000, 80,000 followers on social media, that seems like, like an, just insurmountable challenge, you know, to, to be able to compete with that guy. But here's the thing you have to remember. There's 300 million people in America. Okay. This guy's got 80,000 followers. There's 300 million people in this country. There's 7 billion people on this planet. His 80,000 like followers on Instagram or subscribers on YouTube. That's nothing, man. That's a drop in the bucket. And it's certainly no reason, you know, don't make that an excuse. Oh, these guys have the market cornered. Uh, you know, I, I can never be like him. He's, he's got it figured out uh, because it's just, it's just I, the numbers are big and they look scary on the screen, but in the grand scheme of things uh, with the people that you have the ability to help, um, you know, you, you have to do your thing and you have to do it on your timeline uh, and you have to start now. So stop, stop comparing yourself to other people 
and uh, and and start engraving, right? Right. Yeah. It it really doesn't matter how you compare to someone else if if there's something that you do that someone else likes, they're gonna jump right on it. I've seen that uh, again. Other companies I've worked for that did a lot a very niche market. We did some stuff that was kind of unique, and I kind of liked what say what a competitor was doing instead. But for whatever reason, we had a lot of customers that it was a fraction of the customers the other company had. Um, but we still made a lot of money off that product. Uh, yeah. So I mean, just don't compare. Just throw it out there, give an alternative, and uh, see who bites. And everybody has different tastes. Not every restaurant gets a five star review and they right. still make a lot of money. So, right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, guys, it's like, we all have, we all have 24 hours. Okay. And when you wake up in the morning, you've got, you've got your energy bar and your energy bar fills up and slowly throughout the day, you're going to start using that energy on things. Your, your, your job is going to require energy. Uh, your family, your kids require a certain amount of energy from you. Uh, you know, you, you have to give a certain amount of energy to yourself. You got to take care of your, yourself and then whatever's left over, like that's, that's what you have to work on this engraving business, especially if it's a side hustle and you're not full time, that energy, that's what you've got. Are you going to use it complaining? Are you going to use that, that energy and time over consuming and making excuses, uh, or, or overthinking every little detail about your business or worst of all, uh, spend that time and giving it to your competitors, comparing yourself. Don't give your energy to them, man. Like that's all you've got for today. Take that energy and go sit down at the laser and, and do some work, you know, pra practice. You got to practice. Uh, that's just, that's just what you got to do, man. That's the, that's the trick. Everybody asks me, you know, uh, I need settings. And I need to start my business right now. I need to be up and running tomorrow and I need to be making $50,000 a year. It's like, okay, man, like here's the trick. Turn the machine on, you know, go, go sit down in front of it. Like that's the trick. And that's where a lot of these companies like Epilog, uh, ULS, um, I'm trying to think of another, uh, Trotec, they charge a lot of money for their machines, but they give you all those settings. Their salesperson will kind of coach you through whatever material you're trying to mark. These are machines that are for companies that have that need of, I have this, I need this marked. As soon as I get this machine, it needs to go. And that's why you're gonna pay 30, 50, 80, $100,000 for one of those machines. Right. If you're importing a machine like what we do, um, you're getting a machine that's not going to have a lot of support and you're going to have to learn that stuff yourself. So that's your, your cost of entry. You can pay the 15, $20,000 more in order to get those settings handed to you and get it all spoon fed and you can start making money right off the get go, or you can save that money, learn it yourself and then be that f much further ahead. Yeah. And I'd argue too, there's even with the super expensive machines, I, when I learned laser engraving, when I, when I was brand new in this industry and I just started, I started with an LMT from Michigan. It's like top of the line, American Galvo machine, right? Fiber laser. Uh, it was $50,000. And I started with a Epilogue Fusion M2 because my boss at the time who ran our company, he had money from like another business. You know what I mean? He could spend that. And so he did, 
And it's still, we, I, I spent two or three years, we spent mastering those machines, uh, especially if you don't just need like a turnkey solution for one product. It's one thing if you work at like a manufacturing facility and you manufacture these like, you know, calipers, right? And it, you have to have the same serial number in sequence on every caliper. And that's why you bought the machine and that's what it does. Uh, that you'll you'll figure it out really quick. The company is going to provide exactly the amount of support you need to get the machine up and running and marking your your calipers or your anodized parts or whatever. If you're trying to do like a broad house, like kind of laser engraving shop where you're taking custom items and working with different materials every day, there's work that needs to be done. Uh, there's no amount of money that you can spend. And I know this firsthand because when I started in this industry, again, my old boss spent you know, damn near a hundred thousand dollars on two machines. And, uh, it took years to, to master those machines, to really master them, to really understand how different settings affect different materials, to really understand, uh, you know, what kind of job times to expect from different jobs when you're, when you're working on jobs, uh, nobody can give that to you. Uh, you, you, you have to develop an eye for it over time. And I've got it now. Now I can sit down and say, oh, you've got a stethoscope. It's going to take this long. This is exactly how the mark is going to look. And uh, it's going to cost this much. And I can just rattle those off. But that took, that took years of sitting in front of that machine, you know, and like doing it. You, you have to do it or you won't develop that second. Like, you know, if everybody hands, if the company's just hand you a sheet and it's got all the settings on it, and it's got all the run times on it, you're going to be peering at a sheet every time you know what I mean? And there's nothing wrong with that. But like, if you want to know the machines and you want to understand them, you want to understand like how they're going to do stuff, how fast they're going to do it uh, and really understand pricing. We get a lot of questions about pricing. There's one way that you're going to know that stuff, not be able to reference. Anybody can go online and reference these things. If you want to know that stuff, you have to spend time with your machine. Uh, so that's uh, yeah, that's it, man. Avoid these Avoid these these traps because uh, that's what they are. They're they're traps and they they trap the energy that you start your day with, and they're getting in the way. They're hurdles between you and and succeeding. Right? If you want to make progress with your laser engraving business and uh, it's not growing the way that you want it to, try try looking at these five things. You know, uh, of course you have technical problems. We all have technical problems. Of course you have timing issues, and uh, you know you you've only got so much time in the day. Like I said, we're all busy. <laughs> We all know we yeah. all know what busy's like, but uh, you know if you're not if you're not seeing growth, maybe stop for a minute. Stop looking at external causes, and 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 look in the mirror and check these five things. Because just taking a few minutes every day to to look at this list uh, of five things here, we've got complaining, overconsuming, excuses, overthinking, and comparison. Look at those and and just reflect for a few minutes each day when you start your day. Say, how can I reduce, you know, my use of these habits? You know, how am I limiting myself? And how can I spend that energy better? And I think that you are going to see that you start seeing a lot more success really, really quickly once you address these issues and, and try to work on them. Uh, obviously, you're not going to fix them overnight, but try to work on them. Try to get 1% better every day. I think it's really going to help you out. Yep. Yeah. Totally agree uh, with that. And, uh, and, and that's it guys, it's kind of a short one today, but powerful. I think, um, you know, if you can, if you can sit through this episode and, and get hollered at, like I said, we're not coming at you from a pedestal. Uh, you know, we, we, 
struggle with these things every day. I'm, I'm so bad about so many of these, especially over comparison. I need to work on my complaining on the show, you know, especially when we're live. Because when, when we're live, I always start really professional, like, hey, guys, what's up? It's Alex at, at Laser Everything. And then by the end of the eight-hour live stream, I'm, like, mad. I'm, like, throwing stuff around the shop and, like, grumbling and complaining. And, uh, you know, so we, we, we have, trust me, we have experience dealing with these five traps. And, uh, you know, we're, we're struggling with them, too. We're trying to get better as well. But I just wanted to share them with you today and, uh, you know, hopefully – uh, make it a little bit easier for you guys to approach it from like a, a positive uh, perspective and uh, make a change that's gonna that's gonna help you in your business. So uh, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the Laser Source Podcast. Uh, if you enjoyed it, please consider going on to Apple Podcasts and leaving a review. Uh, leaving a review for the show really helps the podcast get in front of more people. Uh, and it's it's super easy to do. I, we've gotten a few ratings already, and that's been so helpful. Thank you so much if somebody that's already uh, left a rating. And uh, if you actually take the time and you, you write a review, um, I will read it on the show. We'll read it out. You can be featured on the show. I think that would be really fun uh, to, to start reading reviews. So uh, if you get the chance, I, I really recommend uh, dropping a review there. If you want more episodes like this, we uh, we actually just finished recording our Patreon bonus episode, uh, which you can go listen to on the Patreon page. It's patreon.com slash laser everything. Of course, there's a link down in the show notes for you. So you can go check that out. Uh, we've every episode that we've ever done for the show. We've also had a Patreon bonus episode release alongside it. We're actually starting to get kind of like a little library of bonus episodes over there. So if you just can't get enough of, of the Laser Source podcast uh, for whatever reason and, and you want to listen to some bonus episodes, uh, go check that out. What were we discussing on the bonus episode today? I don't even remember anymore. Um, uh, my channel and frequency. Yeah, yeah, that's stuff. right. That's right. So if you want to if you want to hear a lot more about Geo's upcoming YouTube channel, which uh, the inner circle in, in the laser podcast community, we're all very excited and we're, we're uh, in trying to encourage Gio uh, to, to, to launch this because he's got so much great information to share. If you want to hear all about that, uh, definitely sign up for the Patreon. Again, it's patreon.com slash laser everything. You get the bonus Patreon episodes. You get hours and hours and hours at this point, probably over 100 hours of, of Patreon live streams. Uh, where we live stream the shop uh, and, and, you know, working through jobs day to day. It's an excellent learning experience, uh, you know, and, and a ton of other stuff. I, we provide so much value. I can't even keep track anymore. Um, while you're down there, check out the link to the Discord. If you're not already on the Discord server, I'm I'm going to start venturing to say it's the number one laser community. I, I, I didn't believe that, so I haven't been saying it, but I'm really starting to feel that way. It's such an amazing place. The people there are so friendly. Everybody helps each other out. They share photos and videos of their work, and they're they're helping people with settings and dialing in their machines and uh, and just goofing off and like having a good time. It's a really fun place to be. So there's a link to the Discord uh, in, the, in the show notes as well. And I just want to uh, shout out special thank you to our producer tier patrons uh i'm gonna try this again dude I, if i can't get through it today <laughs> i'm gonna make you do it next time because oh, because no. uh yeah that's right i gotta i, I don't want to be the only one that's horrible at this but i do want to take a second and thank you guys even if i'm butchering your names uh we've got cybersex uh ali Weboo, uh anthony that's tony what's up tony uh bearded turner uh, we got carson zog daniel 
Zamaripa, uh, David Rossthorn, Edward Havaniasin, that's a really tough one, uh, Jack Seymour, Joshua Spooner, Larry Dell, Nick Barros, Patrick Moore, Patrick, uh, we got Philip D. Webb, what's up, Philip? Rick Farrell, Robert Hendry, Sam Tacky, Tony the uh, Tony the Guitar Geek, Travis Chamberlain, We Do Widgets, and uh, Yapping Zing are our uh, executive producers uh, for the podcast and the channel. So thank you guys so much for uh, for supporting the show. I, I really do appreciate you. And uh, thanks, Gio, for hanging out with me today and discussing these uh, five reasons why your business isn't growing the way you want it to. Uh, I think people are going to get a lot of value out of it, and I appreciate you taking the time to, to hang out with me for it. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for having me on. And well, I guess I'm normally here when I can. Normal. But... You're normally here at this point. <laughs> yeah, we're used to it. All right, guys. Thank you so much for watching, and we'll see you in the next one. Take it easy.